everyone, and welcome back to the Dream Life Loading Podcast, Season 2, Episode 15. I'm your co-host, Sky, And I'm your co-host, Susan. How are you today, Sky? I am good. It's one of those Mondays that feels very much like a Sunday reset, but in like a very, very productive way. We had a really fun weekend with there not being any games. We really took advantage. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling back on track, back into the routines today. So feeling good. How are you? I love that. We had a like no planned weekend. So we just kind of like went with the flow and did things as they came up. And it was very nice. I feel relaxed and energized for the new week. I love that. Yes. I think it's kind of funny. We had complete opposite weekends, it sounds like, but (laughs) to have like a similar outcome, which I think you could like, you could sometimes have that like, not lazy, but like no plan weekend where you're like, just dragging and not feeling really motivated to do anything. And then you could have like a really crazy weekend where you just feel completely burned out. But the fact that we had like those types of weekends, but it actually worked out with the same outcome. It's pretty good. Absolutely. Doesn't get much better than that. No, I cannot believe (laughs) that we are already over two weeks into the new year. Yeah, I know. Um, Chris said something like, Oh, next weekend, and he said the date and I kind of turned around and I'm like, it's the first week of January. And he was like, Susan, it's like the third week in January. And I was like, oh my God. Like they say time moves by fast, but I was like thinking about it. I'm like in my head, I'm like, okay. So if I'm like halfway through my pregnancy on my birthday, that means like I'm like halfway through my pregnancy, which is terrifying. I think I get I went from like being super, super scared in the beginning. And then I kind of had like a lull and I'm like, no, th- things are great. And now I'm back to being terrified. So as time goes by, I think we're just, we, I mean, we'll, we have nothing, we can't stop it. So <laughs> just buckle up, but whoo, I am scared. I, I can't even like grasp, but I think the same as you, I was like, no, it's, it's the first week. Like I, I can't even grasp that we're where we are. It, I just feel like 2020, if this is where we're at, 2024 is going to be just flying. Yeah. I mean, I do the first week of July. That's so close. Like, and then it's going to be like literally June and I'm going to be like, yes, over it. But yeah, it just seems real close. Like summer seems to be coming in awful hot. (laughs) I know. And I feel like, I don't know about you guys, but we've had, I actually, I know, actually, I I do know about you guys and your weather has been terrible. I guess. Yeah. Did you see Hampton is like flooded? Hampton's flooded. And then you've had a ton of snow, right? Really, really cold weather. Yeah. We got like, yeah. But what happens is we get dumped on with snow and then three days later it's 50 degrees and pouring rain. So then it all melts right now we have snow and it is cold, but I don't know how long that'll last. Actually, I think we're supposed to get three to six inches tonight. So we'll see, but that is the weirdest thing about living here. I think it's because we're in like the valley between the mountains or like we're kind of like protected Mm -hmm. by the mountains so I can watch it snowing on the mountains. And then here it might be like a little bit of rain or most of the time it's just like bright sun. So it's, it's very weird being in a place during the winter that it doesn't really snow, but it's crazy because an hour in either direction and it would snow. So we just get this like magical little, little town or city. I guess. (laughs) beautiful weather which is obviously no complaints but it my point with that was that it feels like winter's kind of over for us because yeah we really started but it's weird yeah 
so weird. Let's jump into this. I'm very yes. excited about today's episode. I am too. And so it it's funny because I wrote my ins and outs on the third day of the month or the year, however you want to look at it. And I was like, oh, we I just did that. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the 15th. Like I did not just write that. So it's kind of funny looking back already now it's been almost two weeks since I've written this. It's like, okay, like I'm already kind of implementing some of these ins and some of these outs, but then we do have so much of the year, even though it is flying by, we do have so much time to <laughs> keep implementing the ins and outs. But I think, I don't know how you did yours, but mine was almost like kind of goal setting. It was like my ins are what I want, the goals I want to have and the outs are what I want to like let go of. And I know some people kind of did it more like not quite as like a goal setting way. So I'm interested to see like what we have on these lists. And I know it's been so fun to use other people's lists as inspiration to create your own. Yeah. And we are still definitely early enough in the year that if you haven't created an ins and outs list, do it. It's so much fun. Like there's, I think you can do a weekly ins and outs list. Oh, I like that. Like really Mm hyper-focused. Do you follow Eli? No. Eli Rallo on TikTok, Instagram, everything. She like, she was, she's been doing ins and outs before it became like a trend. She was doing like ins and outs and they're always hilarious and they're very niche. So she's a good inspo too, but use this as inspo, create your own. And I'd love to see them. I think it's so fun. Some of mine shocked me. You're going to be stunned by some of the things I say in this episode. Go, I'm ready. Okay, well, the first one that like, even when I wrote it down, I was like, oh, Susan, my out, one of my outs for 2024 is Starbucks. (gasps) I know. And my in is local lattes because if I'm going to consume it and it's going to be seven friggin' dollars, I want it to be like, the highest quality of lattes and then I'm supporting our local economy and I don't know like just I I haven't been into caffeine actually at all since I've been pregnant but like I can just I can taste that summer latte when I'm on maternity leave like my baby and I roll up to the local coffee shop and just get like a good latte and not wait in line at Starbucks I, it, it is shocking, but it, it does make sense. And I have to agree with you. Obviously I don't get Starbucks here and like we can get Starbucks. There's one in a city, two hours from us. And then another in a city, like three and a half hours from us. So it is very much like a treat. And if we are in those cities, it's kind of fun to go and get Starbucks yeah. different and not something we get every day. But I think I would be agreeing with you if we had Starbucks here. Because when yes. I was home for a month over the summer, I was like, oh my God, I need to get as much Starbucks as I can. Like I, cause I've been missing it, whatever. And I realized that I don't miss it as much as I thought I did. No. And it's one of those things where if you, and obviously it's easier if you like physically leave the situation and you're unable to actually get it, but yeah. if you take a break like that, you'll probably realize that like, it's not very good. <laughs> it's so expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hard when you get into that routine like I remember I'd go to hot Pilates or hot yoga whatever and be okay now I go to Starbucks and it was like such a routine and I loved it but it was more just because it was like the routine of it not that I actually loved the drinks you know I mean don't get me wrong you know you'll catch me in line when pumpkin spice cold foam comes back but other than that I don't love it and half the times I drink the first like quarter of it and then it sits. Me too. So it's like, why? And I'm spending so much money on it. And I feel like impulsive spending is also one of my outs. And that really is 
impulsive spending because it was just something I was doing, like you said, out of routine and I wasn't ever actually drinking the whole thing. Yep. Oh, I know. Wow. Changed people. That was like my really shocking one. (laughs) It is shocking. Um, my, my, I guess we'll, we'll keep going with outs. Um, I don't know, like this is a full page list. I'm not sure we're going to go into all of them on the episode, but you know what? Let's write up or take a picture of somehow both of our full lists. And when the episode goes live, we'll post them. So if you're interested to see like every detail on our lists, we'll do both. But, um, one, I think probably same as you, like my first thing on my list is probably the most important one to me. So my first out for 2024 is no more mindless scrolling. And I, I think I've talked about like how I hate my social media addiction so much over like probably the past year of the podcast, but I really, this year, it's like one of my main goals to like cut the habit. And I will say it's been 15 days and I'm really seeing improvement for the first time. And I think using our habit trackers that we talked about last week and actually making a plan as to how you're going to stop a habit by creating a new habit, that's the only way to actually see improvement. Like last year I said like, oh, I want to stop scrolling. It's like, how are you going to get there? So I've been really working. I won't let myself go on social media in the morning. I really don't go on until like after lunch or like at lunchtime, if I pull out my phone and then for like my last hour plus at night, I won't go on social media. And for me, it's good. Cause I think if some people say like, Oh, no phones for your last hour at night, it's like, well, I'm six hours ahead. So if I don't talk to anybody for my last hour awake, I miss out on a lot of time. That's important socializing. So I think for me, I can easily not be on social media and still allow myself to like communicate with people in a healthy way. So I've been yes. really seeing a difference and it frees up so much space in my day, in my mind, in my energy. Like it is so refreshing to actually have made that adjustment already. I love that. Mine. Yeah. I had mindless scrolling too. And I had outs is six plus hours of phone use. Yes. Daily. Cause yes. I I'm so sick of getting my weekly report and it's like, you were on your phone for seven plus hours. And it's like, well, and I understand a lot of it. Like we do work from our phones. So like today we're recording, I'm recording on my phone right now. This is 30 plus minutes that I wouldn't get on an average day. However, I know that a lot of it is also me playing Monopoly Go and just like aimlessly sitting on my phone doing nothing productive. So that is, I agree with that. I actually, it was on my list of goals, not even on my ins or outs, but it was trying to get my phone time to five hours a day on average. And I realized my phone time was really high when I got my report yesterday. It's like, that doesn't make sense because I really wasn't on social media as much, but I kind of had to give myself grace in the same situation that you were. It's like, if I'm editing and posting a TikTok, that's like being productive, that's going to count towards so much screen time. And if I'm photos, you know, like there's so many productive things we do on our phones that aren't social media, you know, that aren't, that are good things. So I think I'm going to let go of caring so much about the screen time averaging because I, I think it's going to hurt me because I, I, I think <laughs> a lot of good things we can do on our phones. So I think letting go of the number for me and more of just mm-hmm. like the timing is yeah. from what I've already noticed is, is helpful. Absolutely. Um, one of my ends is embracing womanhood. I like that. I feel like that's very on brand for this season of for you. Yes. And I think I've spent 
probably since I was 16, so the last decade or so of my life, trying so hard to be to like hang with the guys. Like I want to be as I want to be as strong if not stronger than the guys I'm working out with and I want to just like I don't know, be a bro in like the nicest like form of flattery, I guess. Um and I've never really embraced like soft gentle what is what is the word I'm looking for? Like womanhood, like yeah, femininity or being feminine. So I'm very excited to embark on this journey. And that also means an out. My first out was negative self-talk. Yeah. Because it was on mine too. Yep. That has been and also kind of in that note, which was my next out was feeling bad about my body because being pregnant does some wild things to you. And last week I literally had a mental breakdown and I was I had like gone out of the shower. I don't know why I showered in the afternoon. I never do that. But I was like literally clogged out of work. And I'm like, I need a shower. I showered. I got out and I was like, oh, my God. Like I had a freaky Friday moment with Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc. Like this is how I look. I look like the little green one-eyed monster. And that is just how I felt. And I I walked over to the couch and I like cried for maybe five minutes. Because like it's not what you see on social media. Like the beginning of a bump is not what you see online and it's just it was hard to digest and then I was like okay we got that out of our system and we are not going to be mean to ourselves because you're growing a whole human like a whole life is happening right now and that's just not fair to take it out on yourself and I think a part of that has always been me trying to like hang with the guys and you can't even compare a woman and a man when they're working out because like think about a woman goes through like all these different cycles in one month and like I saw a video on this and a guy like pretty stays pretty constant through the month so just like I just want to embrace womanhood yep I like that I think there's so many I love that it's such a broad statement because you can attribute so much to that over the next right, week. especially like as you become a mother, there's going to be so much that like you've not only not had the opportunity to do in the past, but not had the reason or ability to do in the past. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna do some pretty some pretty womanly things, Susan. Let's be honest here. So <laughs> if you're like, I think fully embracing it, that's the best way to do it. And just like, I feel like you can be one of those people that's like, I can be feminine. I can be girly. I can be this, this, and this, but I am still strong. I am still this, you know, like, and Mm -hmm. kind of like retrain people and society of saying like, men aren't the only ones that can do this. And women aren't the only ones that can do this. Like, look at me. I'm a person, I'm growing a human and look at all the things I'm doing, you know? Absolutely. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for like this new, not new now, but like this continuing new chapter for you. It's definitely softened me, but in good ways. Like I have more compassion. I have more patience mm-hmm. and I'm just being kinder to myself. Maybe not people around me because I have no filter anymore, <laughs> but it's nothing that I wasn't thinking before. I'm just sharing it with you now. Mm-hmm. I like it. Oh. <laughs> um, one of mine on my inside is meditating. And I talked yeah. about this a little bit on our Instagram and I know I've shared it with you. I was really good about meditating my junior year of college, which was when like my anxiety got really, really bad. So I was trying like all these different systems and I was using the Headspace app. And I think 
when you're a student, you get it for free or it was like $5 for the year or something like outrageous. So I was using the Headspace app and I was so good. I would do it like I would wake up, do my skincare and then come right back to my bed and do my meditation, like sitting on my bed. And it was very ingrained in my routine and I loved it. And I don't know, you know what? I saw somebody else's ins and outs list and they had meditating. I was like, yes, that's something I would love to get back into. So it's on my habit tracker. I'm not at the point where I'm doing it every day, but I would say I'm doing it like three to four times a week, at least so far. And I've been using the Apple fitness meditation. So if you have, I think any Apple device has Apple fitness on it. I think it's just part of the deal. Um, And you just go in and it's like the meditation section and you can pick five minute meditation, 10 minute or a 20 minute. And they have meditations for being calm, for being focused, for gratitude, sound meditations, like all these different options. And I am so grateful that the sun here has been so bright and strong and sunny. So I'm even able to sit outside some of the time and do these meditations and then like the vitamin D boost and like the meditation reset and it is like the most incredible thing. It feels like, you know, that like high you get, this is probably like the shopper in me, but like the high you get when you buy something and then it's like, woohoo. I just like, that's how I feel after I do this meditation. It's like, yes. So that yep. itself, the fact that my brain is able to now like probably find that high in like a lot healthier ways now that I've really worked on my spending habits says a lot. <laughs> it is such a natural high, I think for like mind and body being able to do it like in the sun like that. So I am so happy about it. No, it radiates off you. I can tell even whether or not you tell me or not, I can tell the days you meditate just because you're lighter and use more exclamation points, which I love. (laughs) More exclamation points like in text and in real life, I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Just like bursting with yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It And I actually bought vitamin D supplements today because I was thinking like, if the sun is, has this much of an impact, like, why don't I just see if taking yeah. supplement helps? And I feel like it definitely will. So we'll see. I love that. Um, these two kind of coincide. So I'm going to do them both. One is using my dining room table. Mm-hmm. I busted my butt to use my dining room and then, or to make my dining room the way it is. And then we like, we use it when we have company over but other than that it just kind of sits there and I'm like this is a beautiful space to have breakfast like I can look out the window and see cars drive by like I'm gonna I'm gonna use it um and then the other thing is cooking fresh meals daily but having a plan for the week and I think that this is motherhood because I like growing up my mom always made a fresh meal every night and I think that that was a huge contribution to just family dinners was huge like a staple in our household. Like we did not, we never didn't eat together unless one of us just wasn't home, but the rest of us still eat at the dinner table. Um, and then just having fresh cooked meals is just so nice. And I want to, I don't want to be like, Oh, what are we having for dinner? And like having to run to the store. So like planning out the week, meals for the week, but not cooking them all on Sunday. Yep. Yes. I just enjoying that process. Yep. I love meal planning. That's something I think over the summer we got into. Um, oh, you know what? It was when we moved to this apartment and we had a fridge big enough to fit more than just yes. worth of food at a time. <laughs> but meal planning, it's just, it's fun. And it, I think 
I'm able to be more creative with my meals when I use a meal planner or like when I plan meals, because you can think about it ahead of time instead of like, okay, it's five o'clock on Tuesday. Like what should I whip together for dinner tonight? You know, like if you have that concrete plan and you've already shopped, you have all your ingredients ready to go. And I think it allows Nick to be more involved too. Cause on like during the week, if he's like, oh, this would be a fun thing. Like we can write it down and remember it for the next week. So yeah, I love that you're embracing meal planning. Yes. I have kind of an in and out that go together. So I have the get to mindset versus the have to mindset. So get oh. to is in, have to is out. And I think I, I think I go in phases with this where I can be pretty good about it, but then there's also times where like I drop off. So I thought by writing it down, it would just be an easy way to kind of like start to train my brain to just literally never use that have to sentence. Absolutely. That I started with that last year when I was feeling very overwhelmed with yes. life. And that is a huge game changer. I'm reading the book, uh, 4,000 out 4,000 weeks. Hmm. Cannot recommend it enough. Um, and it kind of ties into one that's related is, um, not one of my outs is not feeling constantly busy because I'm notorious for that. And this book literally deconstructs like, why we as human beings make ourselves feel so busy. And then when we feel busy, we add more on top for like this unattainable feeling that we have constantly. And it talks, it was kind of funny in one of the early chapters, it was like infants are the only human beings who are task oriented, not making a stupid to-do list that we know we can never achieve. And I was like, well, I need to get in the mindset of that because we're about to go from my constant to-do list to keeping someone alive. Um, that's just focused on, you know, eating, sleeping and having their diaper changed. So I'm very excited about that, but I kind of to go also into that with another out is wishing time away, which I'm kind of guilty of right now. Cause I'm like, Oh, I can't wait till the baby's here. I, oh, I keep almost saying their pronouns and no, I get myself in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, but wishing time away, especially like it was really hard to not do this in the first trimester because I was so, I just felt terrible on all fronts and just wanting to like be done with that part. Um, so I'm just trying to, and cause it's like, it's never going to be Chris and I again until we're what 42, 40, I'll be 42 and 43. You'll be almost 50. And then so you never know. Like, yeah. like, because think about it. My parents said that they were like, it's never going to be just the two of us until X time. And then COVID hit and all four of us are back in the house. Right. So you really never know. So like, right. That's the, that's so, the plan, of course. But. I'm trying to embrace this time of just Chris and I, while we have it. Um, but yeah, so just not, and I don't want to wish away like my child's like baby is babyhood a word like childhood early, you know, when they're little because they they're they don't stay little for long and I have no intentions of doing this again hopefully anytime soon <laughs> so we'll see embrace it <laughs> I have two um kind of alcohol related which I know isn't very relevant for you <gasps> right now but I feel that like one, no that's on my list too oh say yours okay well for my in I have only two drinks went out and this I think even just having this as a mindset, even, and I'm not like super strict about it, where I think if you end up having three drinks over like your entire night, it's not like, oh no, you broke the rule, but it's just <laughs> the 
talk of having the mindset of like, I'm going to have two drinks tonight and that's going to be enough for me. I've noticed I pace myself and I, I just, I hold my drink for longer. I'm not worried about like, Oh, someone's going up for another round. I should finish this one and go get another one. It's like, Nope, this is my one drink. I'm probably going to hold on to this for like an hour, two hours, and then maybe get a second. And then, you know what, if I do end up wanting a third, that's fine, but it's just the mindset of it. That shift is so huge. And then the out is no more hangovers. And they, it's kind of like, you're just gaslighting yourself and saying you're not going to have a hangover. But by doing this new like pacing system, I'm able to still go out, have a good time, not really get drunk at all, maybe a little tipsy, who knows, but then you're not gonna have a hangover. So it's really the, I've, I've, I've kind of like tested this out a few times or maybe like, I guess twice so far in the new year. Incredible, like cannot recommend it enough. And I feel like it's like the perfect shift for me. And it just the mindset, you feel great the next day, you feel great in the moment, just I could not recommend it enough. My I had an out which was alcohol, which is not going to be like full out. Mm-hmm. I'm already not drinking alcohol for the first half of the year. I already like if you know me, you know I am already lined up for that first twisted tea postpartum. Oh, however, <laughs> however, I definitely want it to be less I being pregnant and not and having a legit excuse as to why I am not drinking um, without having to like not argue with your friends but like yeah it just I'm pregnant I'm not drinking it's no one questions that um so I have found my role in social situations without alcohol which is honestly I think what my issue was being 21 and on was I knew that with a couple drinks, I'm going to be bubbly and fun and not have anxiety about anything. So then not drinking in social events was at first, it was like, I have lost my complete identity. I can't drink. I don't know who I am when I'm hanging out, even with people that we hang out with all the time. Um, But I can admit that I have laughed harder sober since being pregnant than I have probably combined all the nights drinking before. So just knowing that I have that space that I can just be me and I know who I am without alcohol in those situations has been so freeing. And I'm like, you know what? Like, honestly, the only reason I never even tried 75 hard was because I was not willing to give up alcohol. And it's like, that is something that I think I could actually do not now, but postpartum after I heal and everything. I think that I could actually do that now. So that's exciting to me. I feel like that's something that I feel like there's a lot of it's just in people's daily, not daily, but it's in people's vocabulary to say things like, oh, like uh, I'm more fun when I have a drink or like this will be better Mm -hmm. drink, and like I'm such a blast. You know, all these different scenarios where you talk about how fun you are, things are with alcohol. And it's. I feel like that can be such a scary mindset. And I was given a piece of advice way, way, way before I was legal to drink. And like the fact that I even remember it just proves that it was like, this is pretty good advice. And it was, you don't drink to make yourself seem more interesting. You drink to make others seem more interesting. And it's obviously there's a little bit like, it's funny. We're not, you shouldn't be drinking to make anything seem more interesting, but it did stick with me. (laughs) I never want to be the person in a situation that has to be hammered to feel like I can con- like contribute to a conversation or like feel like I'm not fun unless I'm drinking. And I feel like because of yes. being given that advice, I've always been very aware of that. 
And I notice people that do think that they have to be drinking it to be fun. And it's scary. Absolutely. So I think like, not that you really had an issue with this, but I think the fact that you have this reason to have stopped drinking and had that mindset mindset shift is literally life-changing. Oh, truly. How are we on time? We have about eight minutes left, but I will say my computer also has eight minutes of battery left. So we are really, we are. This is going to be fun. (laughs) Should we rapid fire off the rest of our list and then do favorites? I think we should do two more each. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yes. So my, I'm going to go with this one. My, uh, my in, my final in that I'll share is the let them mindset. Oh, yes. And I think it speaks for itself. If you aren't familiar with the let them mindset, I feel like there's a ton of TikToks and I've seen a lot on Pinterest too about it, but it's just kind of letting go of control in so many ways. And like, I feel like for me, it's also letting go, letting go of wondering why someone's doing what they're doing. Let them like, let them and just leave. Like you can literally respond to like any situation, let them, whatever it is. Like, it's not, it's not your responsibility. It's not your business. Let them do what they want. So that's like such a freeing mindset. Um, And then I think, I think actually for 2024 and out, I have a social anxiety and this is definitely way easier said than done. But I think there's so many different things on my ends list that are going to contribute to helping alleviate social anxiety, the drinking aspect being one of those, because although in the moment you might have less anxiety, if you're drinking more, I think we've both had that experience. If you drink less, you learn what you are like as a quote unquote sober person in that party setting. And then the next day you have a clear mind to really like not have social anxiety about what happened the day before. And you really, I think you can become more confident in yourself if you are the person that can be not hammered in those situations. And then obviously there's yeah. situations where you're not drinking anyways, and anxiety can come in so many different forms. But I think there's a ton, like meditating definitely can attribute to like having less social anxiety. So I think that's something that I would love to work on for the new year. It's not really something I've like just been able to throw away. I wish I could, but definitely like a big one on my outs list. I love that. So my in for 2024 is planning FaceTime dates with long distance friends, because I feel like that is something I neglect with all of you, not just you, but like most of my closest friends are long distance. And I just want to have like once a month, get in touch with all of y'all, not texting or voice memoing because it just hits different. Um, And my last out is oversharing because I have definitely found in the last, well, since being pregnant that any information you share can be turned into what anything that isn't supposed to be. Um, so privacy seems to be power and I'm definitely going to, you know, keep that to myself. That statement privacy is power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think oversharing can make my social anxiety worse because I think mm-hmm. I often feel like I should be talking and like helping with the conversation. But then I'm like, Oh my God, why did I share that? Like, I actually didn't want to share that. So that's yeah. an amazing mindset to have that. Like, 
Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely stealing that. I love that. Yeah. That's a good one. Favorite or favorite? Because I don't think either of us have quotes. (laughs) And you know what? My favorite for the week was just like my outside quiet time. So I don't even shared it because I can't even like obsess about anything else right now. That's like the top of my, my list of obsessions. I'm going materialistic this week. And my favorite is having my wedding and engagement ring back because I did not have it for a week. Um, And also get your ring soldered. Like when you have an engagement ring and a band, just do it. I put it off for a year and a half because I was like, I don't think I'm going to like it. I don't think it's going to be right for me. Oh no. It is the single-handed best decision I've ever done with any piece of jewelry. It fits better. It is solid. And I ended up as a push, early push present, Chris got me a second band so that if I wanted to, I can stack all three. So the third one, I didn't have soldered because I was like, that's a lot of ring. Like, I don't want that all the time. So I have it split and I wear the band on one side and then my like soldered band and engagement ring on the other. Stunning. I was noticing it through the episode. I'm like, that is a sparkly girl. It is so sparkly. <laughs> Fortunately, we, we got to wrap this up because um, I have two minutes left at 2%. So we really, we timed this well. <laughs> we did. Thank you guys for watching. Leave us a review, like, or subscribe, depending on where you're listening. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. <laughs>